It is Wednesday. It is midweek, and we're excited to be in the house and with you online this evening. Let's just go before the Lord and pray this evening and just thank him for what we're going to get into tonight. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your wisdom, your understanding, and we thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. We just lean into you. We embrace and engage with you tonight. We thank you that you are the greatest teacher. And so you can teach us and we can learn from you. And I thank you that when we learn from you, it's truth because you show us the truth and lead us into all truth. And that truth is our freedom. And so we thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Well, welcome in tonight. Uh, I just want to bring this up here. As you can see, we're doing a Let's Talk segment, and I've got Mama with us today. Uh, she is my mama, but she's also the founding mama of this house. And so uh, it's always a joy to be able to sit at the table uh, with her and to talk about uh, especially the, the subject that we're going to talk about tonight, I think it's one that is very relevant. Uh, you, can, you can hold the mic. If I can let you hold my hand, please. Sure, as long as you keep it close to you. I will keep it close. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, yeah, so um, the subject that we're going to talk about tonight, I think it's vital in the life of a believer and a believer or a follower of Jesus, whatever you consider yourself to be, uh, especially in this time that we're living in, uh, how important this subject is because every day we're seeing things happen in this world around us that can disturb, <laughs> can disturb us spiritually. Uh, if you are uh, in tune with the spirit, I mean, it's disturbing in the natural things that you may have go on around you, even with your family, friends, uh, in the media, whatever it is, it's just disturbing. And so this, I think right here will help us navigate through all of that and will really help us uh, to uh, get to a place where, yeah, it, it, it disturbs us, but we can do something about it and we can conserve our peace <laughs> and we can uh, help ourselves get through these situations. And so what we're going to talk about tonight is developing a consistent prayer life, developing a consistent prayer life. And who other to be at the table with me than Mrs. Consistency herself? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, consistency is a very serious thing to her, especially when it comes to the things in the Word of God. From the time we were young, she taught us the Word of God. From the time we were young, uh, she taught us the importance of prayer. I mean, we were six, seven, eight years old going in our bedrooms with not being told at all, shut the door and be in there for I don't know how long praying. <laughs> You know, we would be in there for hours praying, my sister and I. And it was a joy to do it. Why? Because we had someone model that for us. It was something that she modeled for us. And uh, as we got older and we were like, eh, you know, take it or leave it. You make your own choice then. Uh, we reap the benefits of, eh, 
We reaped a lot of that. And then, you know, she had to accelerate her prayer life because she had to start praying for us. <laughs> and so we helped her build and develop a consistent prayer life. Your children will help you build a consistent prayer life. Your family members might help you build a consistent prayer life. And so we're going to talk about this a bit today. And I've asked, I put some questions together to just kind of find out from mom how she developed a consistent prayer life and why that's important. So let's get into that right now. Uh, so the first question that um, I would ask is, do you remember the first time you ever prayed? Yes, I remember. Okay. But first of all, let me say this. Um, everybody have a different uh, situation, mm -hmm. diff different way that the Lord take them. Um, so this is how I did it. This is it. your journey from your okay, path. This is my, my, mm -hmm. my journey, and I pray that you get something out of it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember the first time. I was eight years, about seven, between seven, eight years old. And um, I want a piece of candy. <laughs> and they have a homemade candy. Uh, the lady will sell when we go to school. And uh, I want, I get up this morning, I just want, want a little piece of candy. And it costs one cent. Oh, wow. But I don't have the one cent to buy the candy. Mm. So I don't feel like I, I don't know why I didn't ask. My mom could give me it. But I wanted to find that one cent. Mm -hmm. I looked everywhere, under the bed. I looked every place. I couldn't find it. My mother had a big um, a chest. It was heavy. It was cherry wood, beautiful. So I said, I, I get discouraged. And I said, oh, I need it. I really need that, that one cent. So I sit on top of the, um, that thing, and I, I said, Jesus, <laughs> please, I need, I need it, one cent. Mm. And the thought come to me to look under the, under the thing, to push the thing, but it was heavy. So I pushed just a little bit. There was this one cent sit right there. <laughs> and I couldn't believe myself that that, that cent was right where I said. Wow. So I get the little the one cent. I look at it, I sit back and, and think, I said, thank you, Jesus. I was so excited with that one cent. Yeah. So I went to school, I said, I'm gonna share, because Jesus gave it to me, so I take a half, I give to my friend, and I eat the candy. That was how we started. Mm. And uh, from there, um, so many times, I pray over the water for my, my mom and dad if they sick, so, a lot to mm -hmm. get to the to where I really understand what that it was. But I call that ask Jesus. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I you didn't just know asked. It. You didn't call it prayer. Prayer was only our father that it was a prayer. We others. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know much about prayer. You just knew that you were talking to to Jesus right. and you were asking him a question. Right. A very important question for kids. You know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want some money for candy. Yeah. Yeah. But all my life though. All my childhood, I have experiences. And some experiences was between me and my mom. And she don't say nothing to nobody because they think I'm crazy. <laughs> and they thought I have, you know, good life. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, just the way I was, nothing bought me, nothing bought me. Mm -hmm. So um, just some experience that I had um, between me and my mom, some I say it, some I do, but Jesus was always there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. When did you realize, so that was at seven or eight and you prayed different <laughs> times in your life. When, what was that moment when you realized that, that prayer is important in the life of a Christian, in your life? I did not realize that until I get filled with the Spirit. Okay. When I got filled with the Spirit, I realized. How long after you got saved did you get filled with the Holy Spirit? Oh, not until I was, um, I was saved, you know, around six, seven. Mm -hmm. um, then I get, Ma you and Madeline was both born, so I, I was about 30. Okay. Okay, when you got filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. All right, so many years later, later. you found out mm -hmm. about the Holy Spirit. Right. And after that, that's when you realized. I realized, though, that, man, when I started to read the Bible, and um, I get so hungry mm. for the Word of God. I have such a hunger that I will sit down and read. In the middle of reading, then I get to pray. Mm. But I didn't plan to pray. But I'm praying because the word bring me to that place of fellowship. Mm. So I started to fellowship with the Lord. And that um, that make a lot of difference in my life. It really changed my life mm. uh, just to be led. Yeah. You know, mm. by the word, by mm. the word of God. Um, yeah. Let me see if I have something come up here. So I find out it's it was very important for me to stay with it. Mm -hmm. Because when we started to have an experience with the presence of the Lord, and then more hunger, you get yeah, more hunger, yeah. so you, you stay with it. Yeah, that's good. All right, good. All right, and then how did you learn to pray uh, in your life? You At first you didn't know, you were just talking to Jesus, and that was that's a good thing to do, we should do that. And then how did you learn, like specifically that, oh, what I'm doing right now is praying, and, and how am I, how, how did you learn that in your life? Uh, when I got become uh, filled with the Spirit, uh, of course I have visitation from the Lord, and then somebody, some lady, uh, gave me a book. And one of the books was In His Presence. Mm. And uh, the, In His Presence is uh, the secret of prayer. Mm -hmm. I learned so much from that, so I, I really close myself mm -hmm. uh, in a room, and, and I do everything quick so I can have that moment with the Lord. Um, so in that book, I didn't learn um, how to pray. Mm -hmm. It don't tell you how to pray. Mm -hmm. it, it teach me that I am a spirit. I have a soul, yeah. I live in a body, that my spirit is born again, mm -hmm. that the spirit that I had before, uh, it disintegrated. Mm -hmm. So Jesus gave me new spirit with his, you know, his um, um, nature. Yeah, that's good. So it built me up. So I have the confidence to go before God without guilt, without inferiority, because the book put those on me. So when you have that and you feel confident yeah so you can't wait to you know it helped me develop my prayer life. yeah that's good that's good i wonder if that book is still in print 
Oh, yeah. Is it still in print? Oh, yeah. Did you get I, the title of the book? In His Presence. I, I tried to get Jehovah to read. <laughs> they don't understand, they said. It's E.W. Kenyon, right? Yeah. Has anyone read E.W. Kenyon's book? Okay. All right. So E.W. Kenyon is like old English. <laughs> and we were like young. And we were like, oh, thou's and this is, and it was really hard. But here's the thing. When you guys first got saved, well, when he <laughs> got saved, and then when you all got filled with the Holy Spirit, that's the first thing they yeah. were not shown. That was the first really. thing that you were introduced to. And so E.W. Kenyon has spoken into her life, and it resonated with her. Right. And my, my parents are all about total immersion. Right. And I believe in total immersion. You want to learn a language if you're going to another country? Guess what? Get totally immersed in that language for a good few months, you'll learn that language. You don't got to go pay hundreds of dollars. Get immersed in it. You have a sickness in your body that you're working on, get totally immersed in healing scriptures and the word of God concerning that. I don't care if it's a life and death situation, call work, tell, take a leave and spend time being totally immersed in it. And that's what you did. That is what you did. You said you did everything. You were mom, and she was a stay-at-home mom. for. She worked here and there uh, when we were young, but for the most part, you were a stay-at-home mom with us, and so she did what she needed to do. And when I say stay-at-home mom, she didn't just sit, sit with her feet up all day. <laughs> she was a hard worker. <laughs> she was always working. But when uh, she would get everything ready, and then she had her time. She never compromised on her time, and she never compromises on that time. Never. It's been a priority in her life. It's been a priority to it you. Pays off, though. And there's a payoff. There's a payoff. Everybody comes to mama because they know mama's going to pray, right? And so it does. It has a payoff. All right. So that book, and it's in print still. And I've, I've actually read some E.W. Kenyon books in the recent, in recent days <laughs> as I was preparing for our Holy Ghost uh, teaching and different things. I will pull his book out. I have um, his redemption realities. I have that book. And so I've, I've been leaning into him more, but that's a book you can probably get it on Amazon probably for like really cheap right now. <laughs> so uh, that's a good book. Uh, and it, again, it doesn't teach you techniques of prayer or how to pray, but it does teach you what you have to know is that you're a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. Yeah. You, yeah. But I didn't have nobody to teach me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not an individual. Not an individual to teach me, you know. The fundamentals and, yeah, and techniques. No, yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our greatest teacher. Because he'll show you everything you have to know. Right. right? There's a verse of scripture that says, you know, you have him in you. You need not men teach you. If you don't have someone to teach you, guess who, who you got? Right. <laughs> you have the Holy Spirit. And he'll, he'll show you. I mean, he showed you how to read English. Yeah. Yeah. She, didn't, she couldn't read English. Couldn't and speak English. Couldn't speak English. One, couldn't read English. One minute. Yeah. Yeah. And so share that because I think some people uh, don't know that story. Okay. Um, I was so hungry for for God, that, that Maria was tiny little thing, I was sick. Oh, and she told God to kill me and my sister, by the way. She said, if we weren't going to serve him, that's why she knew what I lived and I was going to be okay, because she told them, hold me and my sister in her arms and said, kill them right now, God, <laughs> if they're not going to serve you the rest of their days. So, so anything I did, you knew I was going to live through it, didn't oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> 
Go ahead. <laughs> so as a little kid, yeah, yeah you so were so hungry. When, uh, when we, we lived, we went to North Carolina, of course, God healed Melanie and I both because mm -hmm. we almost died there. And uh, I was pregnant for 10 months with her, so another story. <laughs> but uh, when we come to Boston, we live in Boston, I was so hungry that I would sit and meditate and see you and my arm in the church. All the church I know was Catholic, in the middle of Catholic church, dedicating you to God. I have no idea what it was. And uh, so that's when Billy, Billy Graham was on TV, then I closed my eyes. I said, God, kill them if they're not gonna <laughs> serve you. And I closed my eyes, I expect them to dead. <laughs> but when I opened my eyes, I said, since you don't kill them, don't use them. Mm. But I never heard those words before. I never. So we, you know, that's how it was. Yeah, and so we were talking about, uh, we talked about your story about English. That's what oh, we were doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Brockton. Um, one night, Pastor Jack was uh, working at night because it was a Wednesday night. And so, you guys, you really do. I can't see you both. <laughs> I have That's to all right. talk over here. Um, so you work at night. So they j we just got filled with the spirit, and I learned how to. Um, speak in tongue. So I know three words in English. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Mm. And so I said, you go to bed. Six o'clock, you pull in bed. Till eight o'clock the mom. <laughs> and uh, so I sit down on the floor, put my, my back to the wall, and I started to pray. I say that three words for so long, I get tired. I didn't know yet that you're supposed to pray in town a lot. And then I prayed in town for a while. Suddenly, my house become bright. And um, I have this, such a desire to read the word because just before then I thought, if I'm supposed to know Jesus through the word of God, how am I going to know him? So I get up. I went to the bedroom, Jackie's Bible was on top of the bed. I opened, I just tell God, I am so st stupid. I cry, I'm stupid. I'm like, a, I feel like a child. How am I gonna know you if I can't read? If I can understand nobody what they're saying because they come to my house to fill us with the spirit, I have to get interpret. What's my interpret? Mm. So I, get the Bible, I open Jeremiah chapter one, and I can read, and it says, don't say you're stupid, or you're a child, because I know you in your mother's womb. Mm. And when you come home, I can speak English with them perfectly. <laughs> it's not just the, the English language, it's the understanding of the Bible. God. Yeah, yeah. That, that it was imparted. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will teach mm -hmm. us. Amen, that's a miracle. That is a miracle. And if if that happens now, <laughs> you talk about hunger, even more of a hunger. Shoot, now I can read right. and understand. So that hunger, that's just, but everybody in my life, every preacher that I've heard, every one of my mentors that are like rock stars in what they do. And what I mean, uh, I look up to them because 
prosperity is in this one's life. And they, they preach that message of prosperity. I look up to them because the message of faith. I look up to them because healing works in their life. I look up to him because leadership is, is his life. All of those people, they have one thing in common. They were hungry and they spent much time developing whatever that was, that gift or whatever that hunger was, they went after it with everything and, and everything else was put aside. Look at Brother Jerry. Uh, he's, you know, the uh, favor of God preacher. He's my spiritual father. And he uh, spent total immersed in the word of God for a number of months. He said, I'm not coming out of the room until, you know, I do this. And he got mad at certain times and different things that God had spoken to him. But it all started with that type of encounter. And that's what you did. You had an encounter with, yeah, four years four of years. total immersion. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. All I do, I take care of you. And, 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 and do that. And, and we see the end result and we see the big ministry or we see the consistency and the peace that she lives in or, huh, she doesn't get rattled. We see that end result and we go, wow, they're amazing. They put a lot of work in, a lot of time in, and we all can. That's the thing. God is no respecter of persons. We all can do that. Right. <laughs> it's just how hungry are we for it? That's it. You it's were hungry about, for it. Hunger. You were hungry for it. It's yeah. about hunger and investing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's good. You know, people invest on, on the, the natural side. Yeah, they yeah. They invest on college. Yeah. And spiritually oh, you can invest spiritually. that's good that's good word there invest spiritually that's really good okay um all right so you learned about it the holy spirit taught you uh how did you begin this is question number four how did you begin to make prayer a part of your daily life daily how did you do that okay. yeah um when i first started after i got you know, this encounter and stuff. I read um, John chapter 14. I learned that the Holy Spirit is my teacher. Mm -hmm. So because I have you and Marie and Marilyn, and I also have a bunch of people that I would take care of, you know, take mm -hmm. care of. And um, so I do everything in the morning. And so when it's 2 o'clock come, I have a time o'clock because I find that the Holy Spirit is my teacher. Mm -hmm. I would sit on the table and put two chairs, one for me, one for the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I tell the Holy Spirit, you are my teacher. Now teach me because I need to know mm -hmm. the word. You have to be hungry. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent. That's good. Okay. And so I learn a whole lot that way. Mm. Every two o'clock to four is my time. Telephone didn't ring. You do stay over there in, in a little little phone, and you will uh, play doll. You <laughs> pray over there, and they talk. You throw, throw <laughs> we down, do our thing. and you pray church. <laughs> yeah. And uh, people didn't come down. The door didn't, nobody knocked at the door. The telephone don't ring for two hours. You day set your day intention. By day by day. Mm. So I pray, and I read the word, and I you know, enjoy the presence of the Lord. That's mm. how, that's how I um, keep myself mm. in it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm. All right, so 
you made it a part of your daily life. And uh, one of my mentors says, when you make up your mind to do something and you step out and you intentionally do it, it's like the universe conspires to bring everything to you that you need. And so even like nobody bothered her for that time period. No. It's not like she had to go, sorry, I can't. It, it was just, it just happened. And so when we make that intention, God can stop the time. <laughs> God can stop, it. you know what I mean? Like people will just, and then if people interrupt you, tell them. <laughs> honor this time that I have. I'll be back in touch with you. But that's, it's, we didn't have as much distraction then as we oh, have no, now. Have we lived in a community, so because, <laughs> there uh, was always problems, plenty of problems to knock at the door. <laughs> but that pushed me more yeah. to get that's in the good. Word that's because good. I started to know things that they do they didn't want to tell me. <laughs> she had inside information. And so I have, I gave you an example. We have a rich live in our house. Uh huh. The real deal. The real, the real one. Mm -hmm. one. <laughs> and, uh, so we got a box of uh, books, and there was a book, witchcraft book, and she, I went downstairs, I put the, the book on top of the washing machine, and uh, <laughs> some of the book could throw away. When I come, I come upstairs, so she was washing the clothes. When I went downstairs, that book was missing. So upstairs, I went under the, the mattress, and I put the, the book. That yeah. really messed her up. Yeah. How did you she know? Said, yeah, she <laughs> said, she said, how do you know? Because if I went with the book, I said, why this? She said, how do you know I put the book there? I said, I don't know how I know, but I know because <laughs> I got the book. Mm -hmm. So that's how. That's the start of her relationship with the Holy Spirit telling yeah. on people in her life. So, <laughs> but when you have uh, that close relationship yeah. with the Lord, yeah. you have people, mm -hmm. you need to be alert, you need yeah. to be. So by yourself, I don't have. A lot of experience with those things. I yeah. never know those things exist. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit did. Yeah. And he put me right there. I learned a whole lot. Yeah. See, so. and you yielded to him and listened. Because a lot of times we go, I ain't going upstairs to check under the mattress. That could just be me. I remember one time, and I'll tell on myself, um, there was this guy, I was at Rama, and I was still in high school, and a guy that I liked, and he was not a good guy. Uh, he was the one that all the parents told to stay away from. He's doing good now. He's a big time hairstylist in California, doing very well. Uh, but all the parents would tell us to stay away from him. And he wrote me a little note. And so I took it and I folded it really tiny, tiny, and I stuck it in my wallet. It was a wallet that my sister had bought me at the store, you know, because she was working. And so she'd buy me stuff. So I stuck it. When I tell you, I stuck it all the way in my wallet. So we were sitting in the room one day and my mom comes in and this is how it always happened. Hey, what you all doing? And we're like, oh, hey. And you know, we're like looking around, do we got anything out that mom can see? So we're good. So I'm like, I haven't done anything. This is weeks have gone by. I'm like, I haven't done anything this week. So I'm like, okay, we're good. So she's like, oh, oh, that's a nice wallet. It happened to be sitting on the thing. Oh, this is so nice. This is wonderful. What's this? <laughs> she went right to it. 
I'm looking at my sister, you told, and she goes, no, I didn't, I didn't tell her. I'm like, what? So now I'm like, you feel the blood rushing all up. She's like, what's this? So we had a good talking to, and that was the end of that. But <laughs> that's what would happen. Those are the kind of things, moms need this. We all need this relationship with the Holy Spirit. And it started when you developed this time, consistent time with him on a daily basis. And he, he knew he could trust you with the information he gave you. And you trust him. And you yielded to him. Awesome. All right. So did you finish question four? Yes. Okay. So how do you keep, because we talk about consistency. And one of the things with consistency uh, Consistency can be difficult for some. And especially if we don't have consistency in other areas of our life, it tends to spill over into every area. That's just how it is. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Unless you have developed yourself in an area. Uh, and it took a lot of work to do that probably if you're inconsistent. And so um, how do you keep it fresh? And, and, and because I think the thing is, is we go in there and we do the same thing every time. How do you keep... Uh, your uh, prayer life fresh so you know it doesn't get boring it doesn't get like okay religious you know very religious and how do you do that you just stay in the word you stay in the word you just stay in the word and if you you know don't look for feelings that's good okay don't look for you do it even if you don't feel anything that's good feeling come afterwards though <laughs> you have great feelings that's good but you have to stay in the word that's good. The, the longer you stay in the word, the closer you stay with the word, the more. When you start having experience with the Holy Spirit, mm. uh, nothing will stop you. Boring mm. is not a word. That's good. It, you just want it to be more and more because then you'll do the point where you want it to please him. Yeah, that's good. You, you, you don't want it to uh, let your guard down. Mm -hmm. and, and plus, it don't do you any good. So yeah. you just stay with it. Yeah. Just plain stay with it. That's good. It's, so it's don't look for feelings. I mean, mm -hmm. think about it. You go to the gym and you start working out. You don't see any results. I mean, you can go a month and not really see anything. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is not working. No, it's working. It's working. You just don't see the results yet. And sometimes in our prayer life, sometimes you feel that way. When you get up in the morning, and, and some people, you have a prayer time that's like 5 in the morning and it's winter now and it's dark when you get up and freezing in your house you know and if you keep your temperatures like where Eric does and so you're in there and you're like oh the bed you know but I think whenever we talk about consistency we keep that why in front of us why am I doing this and the benefits to this and the why to it when you can work in collaboration and be a team with the Holy Spirit I mean that right there will help you be and stay consistent. Stay. Yeah, that's good. And, and it's exercise. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, exercise. spiritual exercise. Yes, it's, yeah. It's yeah. like spiritual exercise. That's good. The more you do, the more muscle you get. Yeah. And the better you get at yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. It, you can go to school to pray it, yeah. pray and everything, but if yeah. you don't do it. And prayer is not just, mm, yeah, you're gonna yeah, talk to about that for a while. Open your mouth. That's good. Just no. God speak the word. Mm -hmm. The work, the earth appear. Mm -hmm. He speak the word. The man was created. Mm -hmm. He speak it. 
Yeah. So we have to speak the word. Or sometimes you don't feel it. Well, don't go by feeling. Yeah. Because if we go by feeling, we're not going to do nothing. Especially when you started to get older. Yeah. And you feel, <laughs> you don't feel the, like doing anything. But right. you know what? You overcome it right. by speaking. Yeah. When you speak the word, if you do consistently mm -hmm. all the time, you're going to get benefit. That's you're going right. to get what you're seeking. Yeah. Both good and bad. Both good and bad. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, what she said about keeping it fresh, I think that's a big one. Uh, don't go by your feelings. I think sometimes, uh, I know many a times, we've had people come to the church and uh, they are all about feelings. Oh, the praise and worship just makes me feel just so good. Well, then one week when it doesn't, because <laughs> they were off key or this one didn't play the song that they wanted you to, then what happens? Oh, it wasn't so good this week. No, it, that's not it at all. It's just you're going by your feelings, right? Um, and then, or, um, oh, I get goosebumps every time I hear that person teach and stuff. Well, then the one time you don't, oh, no. And they chase after that next high, just like someone who's hooked on drugs. They, they chase that next feeling, that next goose. What, what's going to give me goosebumps next? What's going to make me feel the spirit? I don't even like that terminology. We can sense the spirit of God. And I know there's a feeling that you feel, but I don't even like how that is used that is today. It's, it's joked around about. It's, 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 I think the sitcom world has taken that off of where it needs to be. But uh, we chase the feeling. We chase the high. And yeah, you do feel good when you spend time in the presence of God. It's always uplifting, up encouraging, edifying. It always is, but you don't chase that, oh, well, if I don't feel it, I'm not doing it. It's Let not a feeling. Not if you just have 10 minute, 15 minute, a half hour prayer, mm -hmm. that's not going to do you any good. No, not to get to this level. No. You're not going to get any good. Mm -mm. You know, it don't do you any good. Well, you'll feel good in, in your head. Mm -hmm. But until we break the flesh. Yeah, that's good. Until we break through that flesh, mm -hmm. that Mm. When you get on the other area mm -hmm. of the spirit, then you're not going to quit. Mm -hmm. That's that's good. Because you pray until you get there. Yeah. And if you continue to do it, the minute you're starting, you're there. It doesn't take as long. And that's the thing. When you first begin this, it is work. It's work. Yeah. Because you got, and the work is shutting off your flesh. That's because it will scream out all of a sudden, oh, I'm hungry now. Oh, let me get something to eat first. And then you do that. And then you're off track or, you know, and you're, you're, you have to quiet your flesh. And I think that's the biggest part of why it does take a while for this to develop in terms of when I sit down, it can't be just 10, 15 minutes. Right. Uh, because, okay, that's fine. If that's all you have in the morning before you go to work, yeah. cover your family, cover yourself with prayer. Use the 10 minutes you have. Use it, yeah. definitely. But if you want to develop a prayer life, a life of prayer, then it's going to take time and it's going to be being in the spirit when we do this. But um, everybody don't have the time or the same hunger. Hunger don't come until you're hungry. Yeah. Okay? You <laughs> yeah. have to make yourself hungry. Yeah. But everybody don't have the, the time like 
I did, or they have, mm -hmm. you know. But we all can do better. We can. We, we can. all can do better. That's right. We all can take a, some time mm -hmm. and just, this is a personal time with Jesus. Yeah. Personal time with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He'll do us so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. We all can do better. We all can yeah. do better. We all can do I better. I mean, I'm still trying to do better. Yes, that's good. I like that. I like that. Remember who you're dealing with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the date that over the there. Point. I remember that story. <laughs> His date with the Lord and the pizza thing and all. Yeah. Remember yeah, remember who you're meeting with. Exactly. Yeah, he deserves that time and attention. Him, yes. If you honor the yeah. Holy Spirit, yeah. he will honor yeah. you. And, you know, if you have all the time in the world and you're just sitting around and that's, that's what you have, and okay, that's one thing. Any time that I take that I know I'm sacrificing something else. I know I'm sacrificing whether it's to work out or to get in the word or to whatever. I'm sacrificing. I always say I am sowing that to the spirit and I know that the reward for that is great because I am taking the time and I'm sacrificing something else for that. And there, the reward is good. If you diligently and consistently seek him, there's reward. Right. There's always yes. reward. Yes. Faith yes. always gets rewarded. Hallelujah. Okay, so what tools... Have you found to be helpful for prayer? I know the word of God. We don't pray apart from the word of God. What tools? This is question number six. I had six. a lot of tools when I went to Rhema. Mm -hmm. uh, there was prayer, a prayer group. Mm -hmm. I joined the prayer group, investing in myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. I joined the prayer group. I go to prayer school. Mm -hmm. I learned a whole lot. And the people that I get acquainted with, like Patsy Caminetti. Mm -hmm. Caminetti. Mm -hmm. And I get her book, Can Read. A wonderful book, yep. Yes. And then I get, I went to Brazil. I got connected with Dana mm -hmm. and Regine and a bunch of the ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, then I joined a pay group. I don't drive, a, I drive on top, I don't have a car. And so I, three times a week, I go there and pray with them, mm -hmm. and Pastor Jack and I will have one night that we go by ourselves and pray for, you know. And that's how this church was birthed. Right, right there. We wouldn't be sitting here. Cape Verde. And Cape Verde. We wouldn't be sitting here today having this conversation if right. you had not done that. Right, mm -hmm. right. So then I get connected with Billy Graham. I go mm -hmm. to um, the conference, youth, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And then um, I buy the books. Mm -hmm. I have a box on my my thing. I don't even know who gave it to me the book because sometimes I think about I need to read this book when I go in my shelf. The books is there. you have it. You don't have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, then I get acquainted with uh, Lynn Hammond. Lynn Hammond. I get yeah. Acquainted with Rachel. Yes. And, Tifa Teller. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get acquainted with. Uh, um, Mine, Papa Goodwin. Yes, all mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Jeannie Wilkinson. Wilkinson, uh-huh. I, I read them. I get the books, the old book of the 80s, mm -hmm. I mean, 1800, and I read them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to practice as much as I can. Um, not always, not always understand everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do we not, we don't always understand. But, what I understand, yeah. I try yeah. to. Yeah. I try to. You practice. Mm -hmm. You put it into practice. Yeah. 
And so you gave some good names. Uh, you can go back and listen to this. Uh, a lot of them have uh, Facebook pages. A lot of them have websites. Uh, a lot of the books you could get on Amazon or anywhere else. These tools are still around. And again, this is her journey. These are the people who have spoken into her life, but they still continue to speak. Mm -hmm. They're still out I there. Still and she's them. still watching them. Every All Wednesday the at noon, Jerry, Billy Jerry, Brim um, has prayer. Uh, her noonday prayer, her noontime prayer on Wednesday. And, and now that's for seasoned prayers. <laughs> I will warn you, it will look very foolish to you if, if this is new to you. I would not start there. I would start simpler. But I say <laughs> this. When you started to get in the spirit, uh -huh. they're not foolish. No. Because you do the no. same thing. Exactly. Exactly. But when you don't. When you don't, it looks foolish. Exactly. Yes. Because yes. you're in the flesh. Right. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So that's a, it's, I, I say that because I know a lot of people turn it on and they're like, what? You know, and it, if you're not seasoned in prayer, it might get you a little scared. Uh, so I would start with uh, some of the books, uh, the people that you mentioned. Uh, you can go on their website. Patsy Caminetti uh, and Lynn Hammond wrote a book together. And it's such a wonderful book. It's called, uh, ooh, I have it right in, I, I see it. It's about his presence, not practice. It might be called Practicing His Presence. And in that book, she talks about the different types of prayer because there are different types of prayer, intercession, supplication, the prayer of thanksgiving. There's different types of prayers and techniques. But at the beginning of the book, to me, it's the most important part. It's what you got from in his presence. Right. It talks about, this whole developing, this attitude of prayer and, and coming and being with Jesus, just being with Jesus. And I love how you pulled up a chair for the Holy Spirit and did something in the natural. And when you do that and use every part of you, you engage with him more. Pull up a chair, Holy Spirit, I want you to teach me. And that's what you did to engage with him. Right. Yeah. To say something for those that are you're starting to pray, yeah. you wanted to pray. This is my story, mm -hmm. but you have your story too. Yeah. For example, let's take Peter. Yeah. Peter was very, um, he, he, he loved to talk. Mm -hmm. He was kind of mm -hmm. vocal. I call it aggressive. <laughs> yes, he was. It was aggressive. <laughs> That's the right word. <laughs> and uh, when you went to the mountain with Jesus. Oh, yes. And you see that, you don't know what to say. Uh, so let's build a little cage for you. Uh -huh. and, uh, and, and when, when, when they go, you go down the, the mountain, you could not even deal with demons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's in the natural. Yeah, yeah. And then you got revelation that Jesus was the Christ. And next minute, Jesus is rebuking Get thee behind me. Yeah. And then he started walking the water. Uh-huh. And it didn't finish. <laughs> but Jesus knew Peter's he heart. He did. He did. He did. And he's always there to help Peter. Mm. And then you see Peter. A lot of story with the Peter, I find out. But you see Peter on the Gethsemane in the garden. Jesus tell him before then, Peter... I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm going to die with you. Uh -huh. And before you know, he denied him three times. <laughs> and then Jesus said, Peter, 
Satan wants to sift you, sift like you. Mm -hmm. and he said, but don't worry, I pray for you. And then in the garden, Jesus said, Peter, can you pray with me for an one hour? hour. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even do it. Yeah. But then you go to book of the book of Acts, mm. you find you find that Peter in chapter three, what he did? And four. He, he was going <laughs> yeah. up to pray. Mm. So now we have prayer life. He developed his prayer and life. And in chapter four, if they mm -hmm. put him in jail, got out of jail, Lord, no the threat me. Yeah. So stretch your hand. Miracle and wonders. Yes, yes, They yes. pray until the building shook. Yeah. That was Peter. And you go, because God had a purpose for Peter mm. that included us. That's right. Mm. Peter, in chapter 10, he was hungry. Mm. When he get hungry, he didn't say, let me go eat first. Mm -hmm. He was called by the Holy Spirit to go on the roof. And the roof to mm -hmm. pray. Mm -hmm. When he went there, the Lord showed him food. Yeah. He's hungry. Here's the food. He said, Lord, I never eat anything unclean. Well, certain animal was unclean for Peter. Mm -hmm. The pagan was unclean for Peter. Mm -hmm. So, But day before, the angel come to Cornelia mm -hmm. and tell Cornelia that go to Jephthah. There's a man there named Peter, and call him and come and show you the way of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So the day after, Peter is on the roof, and when he, he saw the vision, the Lord told him, go down because the man, the here. man is coming mm -hmm. for you. Go with them. When he went there, he told them about Jesus. While he was talking, mm. The Holy Spirit followed on them. They got born again, filled with the filled Spirit, with they the got Spirit. baptized in the water. And opened the door. And then <laughs> we hear because of yeah. that encounter. Yes, open the door the, for what us. What the prayer does. Wow. Mm. I'm right here because our little prayer and Kate heard and our prayer, I think Jesus, because that little prayer opened the door for me. Amen. To dedicate my life to pay some price. Mm. And you know, not just me. It was with, mm -hmm. not without him. Mm. Um, go to Tulsa. And that was a huge deal. Mm. That is left mm -hmm. everything behind, and go and be poor, mm -hmm. <laughs> and be attack without <laughs> yeah. attack your marriage, yeah. attack your children, your health, attack your health, everything. But you stay with it. Mm. You stay with the Holy Ghost. And now, look, mm -hmm. I never thought in life that I would ever sit in front of anybody to tell them anything because I was so shy and I was so inside of me mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. I couldn't think that I would ever do this. Mm. But God. But God. But yes, him. yes. All the glory. Yes, to him. yes. Thank so you, Lord. If God call you, in the morning, they tell you, just take a little step and five minutes and be with me. Mm. Do it because you don't know what is over there. Amen. For you. Amen. So just, just do it. Yeah. Amen. That's good. That is good. Did you get all the? Okay. Wow, that was good. That was really good. 
And I, I think we, all of us, could get something from that. Every one of us could get something. You know, every time we do this, every message, everything, God's just calling us to come up higher, right? Come up higher. And I just thank God for that. You know, uh, you think about your life and you think about the things that you've gone through. I mean, if you take a minute and just sit and think, where was I, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, last year, this year, and you, you can see uh, how prayer has helped. I mean, there are people who are not even Christians that will ask for prayer, you know. Uh, that is something that they will just ask for. Uh, and so uh, to develop a prayer life like this uh, puts you in a position to be able to effectively pray for individuals. Because, you know, sometimes you get prayer requests and there's so many things they're just telling you what they're seeing. But there's so much more going on in the spiritual realm, and that's coming against that individual. And that if you take this time to do this in the closet, he's going to reveal that to you. And it's not for you to go and tell him all this stuff, but it helps you pray more effectively and point your tongue in that right direction. One thing that I, you know, I want to encourage you with is this. We can learn prayer in our closet. That's wonderful. You learn, because mm -hmm. I did. But I didn't know until I take time. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not easy to take time. Mm -hmm. But you have, I, I make myself available That's to it. go and get somebody that can pray. Mm -hmm. Pray with them. And I mm -hmm. learn, mm -hmm. because there is, a, there is prayer that you pray, but there is this anointing that comes from people that you pray with, yes. that know how to pray. You receive that prayer. I remember to pray with the Regine and, mm -hmm. and Dana and a bunch of the ladies who sit on the floor and do pray. I, the first time I prayed with them, and I say to them, when we finish prayer, we have Holy Ghost meeting next day. I say to them, tomorrow morning, I didn't mean to say that, but I said, tomorrow morning, the first person that going to receive healing is a lady with depression. Mm. I was so shy that next day when they, I didn't go, and night when we come to pray again, because the Holy Ghost will pray every night. Mm -hmm. And Dana told me, Maria, who's you that say the lady go? I said, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> I said, no, wasn't was me. Didn't mean. I said, wasn't me because I don't want it. Right, right, I don't right. Want them Did I say the record? Spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? But that's what we uh, well, would sit there and pray. The, the power of God was so wonderful. I get so much that day. From that day on, my prayer was never the same. Mm. And so I prayed that so much. And we have opportunities. I mean, we have many opportunities here in this church. Uh, you can pray with them every Friday at 7 p.m. We don't stream that. Uh, we pray right here at 7 p.m., so in person, uh, every day, Monday through Thursday, in person, uh, from 11 to 12 or 1230-ish, you're here, uh, and has a good group, Miss Tracy Joan. They're here together. Uh, I am so grateful. For yeah. I am so thankful. Yeah. And so it's a wonderful time of prayer. Uh, and then uh, every morning at 9.30, that's our online prayer. It's only about 15, 20 minutes that we take to do it. But people are starting to develop a consistent prayer time. 
And so it's the same group of people and we keep adding, but that consistency is what's key. And so you can do that and then continue it and go longer. Uh, but it's a good opportunity to just consistently do it every day. We're going to do it every day, Monday through Friday. And you know, I'm going to turn it on and we're going to pray along. And we focus on different things that we pray for. God has us on Wednesdays praying for the lost. Uh, on Fridays, it's our time to praise. And so uh, there's opportunities to join uh, for prayer. That's the point here. There's, on, it's on not Friday, that we don't. <laughs> on Friday, our main uh, prayer is for the church. For the church. And every day when we come, we pray for you. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to teach you. Uh, and, uh, and that's so appreciated yeah. and needed. That's and so good. And we pray for everybody in the church. That's good. Tracy is good to come. Yeah. I really, this is good. I love you. I, I really, that's really, good. really, really good. You, you give so much. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So come, so come pray. Come pray with Mama. Come pray with, with the ladies. And uh, it's not just ladies, guys. Come too if you have a day off, that kind of thing. Uh, just come. We know people work during the day. It's, it's, it's daytime. But if you're not working, come and be a part of it. They'll be happy to see you. Uh, and it will do you good, too, to be with someone who has uh, that level of prayer. I mean, I get with, like you said, with Dana and, and Regina and stuff, and you feel like mm, you could feel that that raise in the room. You could feel that level uh, of prayer that you know these people pray, and this is like that's what they do. And so um, I love praying alongside people who have a seasoned prayer life. <laughs> When you pray with people that are not seasoned prayer, uh -huh. you're pulling them the whole time. <laughs> you, you, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Because it's you have different. to bring them up. Yeah, and it, yeah. Some people it's easy. Yeah. Some oh yeah, it's, it's a lot of work because their mind is going all over Absolutely. the place. Absolutely. So until they settle down. Yes. But eventually. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency will fix all that. Right. And so I think that's it's the key. Good to pray at home. I agree. Don't don't uh, not pray at home. That's where it started for you. Yeah, it's good to pray. I mean, don't stop. Yeah. Keep praying. Pray more. The world Amen. really needs us, guys. Yeah. We could do more in that time than we can in a post on Facebook telling the world what their problem is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? We could do accomplish more in our prayer closet praying or here at church than we could ever do with a, a, a meme or a post on Facebook right. saying how crazy this awful world is. <laughs> right. Glory to God. Well, I know that you all got something from that. And I, every time she sits at the table or any time we could talk, it's a joy. So please put your hands together and give her a God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, we're going to get ready to give this evening. So if you need an envelope for your giving, Mr. Donnie will serve you if you'll raise your hand. Uh, I am so grateful. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate you. I am so grateful uh, for the opportunity to do these Let's Talk segments. And those of you who have done it previously, we're doing round two. And so I know many people put many different things on the form you turned in. So I will be in touch as we get round two going. If you've never done it, 
there's a form on the back table and you'd like to, there's a form on the back table. It says, let's talk. Grab that form, fill it out. Uh, I usually will uh, determine the questions ahead of time. I'll give you two, three, four. I'll give you a month if you need it to prepare. And it's very simple. I don't need to know your answers. We talk your answers. I want to hear with everybody else because that's a great way to get the conversation going from there. And so we'll be doing more Let's Talk for those who have done it once. Your turn's coming up again because I'm going to be reaching out to you, all right? So, Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to give. It's an opportunity to invest in your kingdom, and we don't take it lightly, but we're intentional about it, and every time that we have opportunity, we go ahead and participate. So thank you for giving us this opportunity. We do so cheerfully. We give it with a heart that is wide open to you and to your kingdom, and we receive the blessing of the Lord in our lives in every area. I thank you that it's pouring and spilling into overflow in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we give you honor and glory for it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Well, thank you for joining us, those who participated online. I hope you got something from this. Uh, and we'll be seeing you on uh, tomorrow for prayer at 9.30. Uh, remember, corporate prayer at 7 p.m. on Friday. And then also we'll be here together again on Sunday as we continue uh, with our series on the Holy Spirit and his gifts. And we'll be talking about the gift of prophecy. Ooh, fun. All right. You are dismissed.